0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 12 of the Overline Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Curtis Martin. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about the NHL play-ins, the Seattle expansion team picking their na- name, and this week, I'm pleased to be joined by fellow hockey nerd, Sam Fleming, as as always. Sam, how's it going? It's going all right. How are you? Uh, oh, not too bad. Can't complain, and then as always, you know, we're also joined by my co-host Nate Kennedy. How's it going, Nate?
1: Not too bad. Excited to the new upcoming NHL franchise, though. Yeah,
0: Very so excited. we we're not going to start there on this episode, but I think you know the first place to start is the NHL play ends. We're recording this on Sunday, so it's only about a week away until the NHL starts. their play-in slash playoffs whatever you want to call it and uh, we're just going to go over each uh, each round quickly and just talk about our thoughts on it any key players we want to look at that kind of stuff so I think the best place to start is in the east and that's with the uh, best team that has to play in the qualifying round the worst team that's playing the qualifying round in the Pittsburgh Penguins and Montreal Canadiens uh, I don't know. Maybe, Sam, you can start off with this one. Penguins Where your four... predictions? Uh, oh, okay.
2: Gensel was supposed to miss the whole playoffs with a screwed-up shoulder to the break. Let him come back. We had got Jason Zucker to replace Jake Gensel for this season. So now we have him. Brian Rust had a breakout season. John Marino had a breakout season. It's just looking good for Penguins fans right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I would I would go as far as seconding that, to be quite honest. I mean, Pittsburgh's kind of got everything looking up for them. I think the only thing that could really save the Canadians here, and I, I feel like a broken record kind of saying it every single year, but I mean, Carey Price is the biggest X-factor of any team. I mean, a fully healthy Carey Price gives you a chance in pretty much any series, but it really just depends on how good he is going into this series, uh, which will kind of determine how much of a shot they actually have.
2: Carey Price and the health of Pittsburgh's stars is going to be the main thing, I think.
1: Yeah, I agree with
0: that. Um, I, I think also, uh, I think goalies are going to be the main storyline of the series because you yeah. know, it'll be. I'm actually curious to see who the Penguins go with. I think they're going to go with Matt Murray to start the series. <laughs> I think because they Jari had the kind of uh, tailing off at the end of the season before the pause. You know, you know after the All-Star break he was only an 8.98 for per save percentage and so it's kind of interesting. Like, there's kind of an unknown in net right now. Both goalies, you know, have been hot in the past, kind of had rough spurts more recently. So I think that's – if the Penguins are going to lose, it's because Carey Price played like God and, and – or both goalies didn't play up to the level that the Penguins needed to. I honestly think if Matt Murray plays like he did in 2016, that the Penguins could win the Cup again. Oh, yeah. like, they have such a deep forward core, like you were saying earlier, Sam. With, you know, um, not Marina, sorry, um, with Rust, even being a bottom six guy, that can really move around your lineup, really had a break up, you, break out year. Zach Aston Reese is also on that, deep, you know, really good one of the best forward
2: forwards in the league. That fourth line too is one of the best fourth lines in hockey. Blue Gertanov and Zach Aston
0: Reese. They get it. A- and, and the- and then just randomly having Matt Marlow on that team, which I almost forgot that we had Marlow.
2: Patty Marlow, uh, the motive, Patty
0: Marlow. We gotta win so. it, Patty. It's, it's gonna be interesting. I I mean, the could you see any other reasons besides Carey Price for the how Montreal could win the series? Uh,
2: Pittsburgh could just have a complete meltdown like they did last year in the first round, but. We ch- or they changed a lot of the team's systems, and they brought in a lot of new people to avoid that exact situation. So I think they they should be okay.
0: Because like I I I almost think like when you look at Montreal too, you know, having Weber and then Romanov coming over to play for um, Montreal in the series is going to also be yeah. interesting because. They actually have a pretty good décor now. Adding those two guys, yeah. So
2: Shea Weber's slap shot injuring every important member of the Penguins is also a, an accident because <laughs> he put a puck through a goalie's
1: helmet in practice. That's not ideal for anybody. Not ideal yeah. unless you remember the Canadians and you don't have to not deal even. with any at.
2: The list of people that he's injured in practice with his slap shot—it's ridiculous. He just play. lets it rip and puts his whole team on the IR.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like you should kind of keep the gun in the holster during practice. I feel like you don't need to pull that out.
0: All right. So our final picks. So Sam, if you have Penguins four? Yep. Uh, Nate, what are your final picks for? Is it going to win? Is, 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 it, a, is
1: it a five-game series for the first round, or is it a? Yeah, of five. Yeah,
0: it's five game
1: yeah, I'd say I'd say Pitt and three. I could also see honestly Carey Price stealing a game away. I feel like Carey Price is actually for some reason really freaking good on the road, so I feel like I could I could honestly see Carey maybe stealing one, but other than that, I think it's kind of Pittsburgh all the way. I
0: I think it's gonna be three games just because, you know, I think it's kind of Matt. I'm not sorry, not Matt Maria. Jerry Price is overhyped now.
1: He hasn't had a
0: great season in very long. Probably since Sochi, when the Olympics were happening in 2016. I don't think he's had one.
2: I mean,
1: yeah, I was going to say, like, as much as he hasn't been playing great, I mean, a lot of that, you have to kind of chalk it up to injury, right? Like, he hasn't had a fully healthy season, I don't think, since Sochi. I think Sochi was probably the closest thing to a fully healthy season for him in a long time, so. I mean, I don't know. I understand, like, health being a concern, but at the end of the day, I mean, he's got undeniable talent. I mean, he just hasn't really been able to stay off the IR. Yeah.
0: Alrighty, so... Moving on from Pittsburgh, the next series we're going to talk about is... I think the most interesting one of, like, ever Conference, which is uh, Carolina versus the New York Rangers. I just want to get your thoughts on that one, guys. Uh... I
2: think it's going to be tough because I think they're both good teams. Carolina's a real sleeper team. They play hockey the right way. They're a strong team. And to be honest, I I just don't know if the Rangers have what it takes. I will say it's pretty cool that the Rangers are the only team that could potentially win the Stanley Cup and get the first round pick, though, or first overall pick. Mm-hmm. So. That would just break the league in half. So,
1: hey, you, you never know. You never know. King King Hank could put up a hell of a performance. I don't even think
2: they're gonna start with King Hank. I think they're gonna go with uh, what's his name? Just not just
1: Uh
0: Just Just Dorkin, I think, is how you pronounce it. Or uh, Dorkin.
2: Gordiev. He's on the goaltending Two. Yeah,
0: I I think really where it lies is in the goaltending again. Which I mean, we could say this for every series, but. Looking at Carolina, it's a lot of, like, unknown uncertainty. Like, you know, James Reimer has played good in the past. Uh, Mrazek has played good in the past. But can they play good enough to beat the Rangers? Because while they do have a good defensive team, you know, Panarin, hard trophy uh, nominee. And then, you know, um, Mika Zibanejad had a great season once he finally got on the ice. So... You know, they have a lot of offensive weapons on that team, and then, you know, Truba on the back end. You know, I wouldn't say that they're my pick, but I'd also say that it's going to be a close series just because of that. And, you know, I wouldn't say that Carolina is also the most high-flying scoring team in the NHL either, so. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just – I feel like – yeah. I feel like it's going to be closer than people think.
2: Oh, I think it's going to be close, but I give the edge to Carolina.
0: So that being said, who what do you think? How many games and who's going to win?
2: Uh, I'd say Canes in five.
1: What
0: about what your team? name?
1: Um, I'm going to say Canes in four. I mean, I've uh, I've kind of liked the way, as, uh, as Sam had said, I like the way that Carolina plays. They play a very like hard-nosed game, and I feel like that'll benefit them through log- like a possible deep run in this postseason, but... And aside from that, I mean, they do have a lot of promising youth talent. And, I mean, I feel like this will be kind of the best situation for them to get warmed up to play off hockey in an environment like this. So, Slayer. I feel like, honestly – Oh, sorry. Keep going. Oh, no. No, you're good. Um, right. I was just going to say, I, honestly, in my mind, I feel like it's Carolina series to lose. I mean, the only way – the only way that, honestly, I think the Rangers could get a shot is if, again, Hank goes on a Schneide. Like, Hank just goes on a tear. But I don't, if he's not even getting started, then I don't know. Mm-hmm.
2: Slavin and Pesci are also two of the most underrated defensemen in the league. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that, that team in general is just stacked on the back end. I argue they have the best defense in the league. Gardner, Hamilton, yeah. Pesci, they have, Slavin. Like, they're going to have
2: to scratch some guys that have been playing in the NHL their whole lives. Like, they have so many defensemen on their team right now for some reason. hmm
0: I'm, I'm trying to remember, was Hayden Flurry playing with them at before the pause? Or was it I still the AHL? I forget. I can't remember. Anyways, so they have a great team, and on especially on D. So because of that, I mean, goaltending suspect, which is really hard to pick a team of goaltending that suspect, but I'm going to go uh, Carolina, which, you know, not a lot of people are shocked by that pick. Wait, I want a game with
2: two. David Ayers in that, so is it really that important?
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's against the leaves, like, yeah,
1: for
0: me. it's not, like, let's be real here. All right, so moving on to the next series, we're going to go Panthers versus Islanders. Just get your thoughts on that one.
2: Uh, I'd say the Isles probably have the edge just because the defensive system works better. has sure proven that it works pretty well in the playoffs and the Panthers have just never made it out of the first round. I don't know why they traded Trocek. That seems like a pretty bad idea to me.
1: Yeah, but, I, I kind of agree with that. If
2: Bobrovsky starts playing like Bobrovsky, then they'll probably be okay. But right now, he's yeah. doing so hot.
0: I mean, they still got a pretty deep team, for especially in the forward uh, core. You know, They have Barkov, Huberto, uh, Tippett's been on the on the roster for training camp. Looks like he'll maybe make the team, you know, Hoffman. they yeah. got a pretty good forward core. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, pretty good on defensive. like
2: Strollman, Yandel. Well, Yandel's not great defensively, but he, he's good at the job. He does. Yeah, Ickblad's good.
0: Yeah, and then I feel like the main thing is for me for this series, it's Bob basically makes the series. If yeah. Bob plays like shit, they lose. Well, the Bob plays amazing.
2: Air is their coach every year, so very true. He's just really good at his job compared to a lot of other people. But I mean, yeah, I. They've shown that it works. They tend to just sit back and wait for other teams to walk into mistakes, and then they can just counterattack and score. So.
1: Not the worst way to play. Yeah. Hockey. I feel like that would work pretty
2: well against the Panthers.
0: Uh, I just... I just think, you know, I think this is going to show who I think is going to win the series. I Bra- Playoff Broski has never failed me. Like... I think looking at, like, last year, especially with Columbus upsetting uh, Tampa when he was still with the Blue Jackets, like, it shows yeah, was... you how good Bobrovsky can play when it's... Wasn't that the only like,
2: playoff series Bobrovsky's won, though?
0: No, they've... Yeah, but he's played good. Like, yeah, he's just been week. on really bad teams. I, I think that he can, like they're going to score goals. I think, you know, it's an offensive team versus defensive team matchup. I think it's going to be very close games, but I think going into the selections for this round, I'm going to pick the, uh, the Panthers to go, to go through in five games just because I think Bobrovsky is going to pull a couple out. And, you know, I feel like having, it's more of a scoring league right now. And I feel like, you know, the Islanders, they are a good defensive team, but, do they really have, like, a great defensive core? Like, when you look at that team, who do you look at and be like, oh, he's a great defenseman? Yeah,
2: well, I think the benefit of the system they play and the coaching they have is that you don't necessarily need a big name to have a successful team. Like, that's always how they've done it. Like, they don't really have a lot of offensive guns. Like, they have Barzal and not a whole lot else in terms of Super Everly. But But, yeah, Everly's pretty decent. Uh. <laughs> But they've always kind of gotten it done without needing the big gun on offense.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I I agree with that. It seems like most Islanders teams, for the most part, at least for the better part of the last few years, have been like genuinely just role players who play up, up to or exceed expectations. And in doing that, I mean, you're kind of taking stress off of the rest of your lineup at that point. I mean, if you have guys that are exceeding expectations like that and kind of coming out of their own and. Just playing some out of body games. I mean, that could only do wonders for your team. And I mean, my pick honestly is probably going to be the Islanders in four, just because I love the way they play, and I feel like it's a really good matchup for them going against uh, the Panthers. And I feel like they could really take advantage, take advantage of a nice short series going into probably their next round. As well, given that they win quick, but I think I, I think I like the Islanders' chances.
2: Yeah, I think I'd say Islanders in four as well.
0: Yeah. So I'm I'm lone wolf out on that one. And to finish off the uh, Eastern Conference, we're gonna go to uh, what I think is gonna be the second most interesting round in these playoffs, which is the Leafs versus um, Columbus Blue Jackets. And I just wanted to get you, your thoughts on that. Leafs in three.
2: I think <laughs> unless the Leafs win the Stanley Cup and get laughed in the air, the city of Toronto is just gonna implode because.
1: If if we get knocked out in the first round, <laughs> I'm going to be so upset.
2: I think getting I just, knocked out in the first round is the best case scenario
1: if you're not going to win the Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I agree yeah. yeah, I agree with
0: that, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm going to be, like, one the only guy, but I don't think Toronto's winning this round. Uh, I, like I, I, don't know about that. I yeah, I don't know. I, I, I
2: think
1: I, Toronto's really the, gonna go. The, but
0: the match, the I, matchup, I I, for I, them think, I, get.
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: I think that if out of all these teams besides the Penguins for the Leafs to play, I think Columbus is the worst because Columbus is it Columbus is what Tampa was last year, a high flying like scoring has no grit on their team, and even okay, you can say that last year Columbus had Panarin and Bobrovsky. But Corpus has played great this year. Yeah. Um, they did have Duchene, And I think this team in general, like, the, look at their d corps. They have arguably, in my opinion, two of the best young defensemen in the league and Rowenski and Seth Jones. Yep. And and when you look at the Leafs, like, do you think any of those guys can really play defense that well besides Muzzin? Like, um, I just think that – Well, I don't, I don't know. Oh, Morgan Riley's a pretty mm-hmm. freaking decent
1: two-way defenseman, and they still have Tyson Berry, so – Like those are two very good defensemen who are very capable of playing a very good two way game.
0: I I would say Barry could play a two way game. I could say he can score, but I think Morgan Riley's
2: more offensive than he is. Oh, than Barry for sure, yeah. Connor McDavid walked into Toronto and just made Morgan Riley his bitch. So
1: yeah, I can't I can't deny that either. Sorry, what's the profanity
2: uh, policy on this podcast?
1: Oh, no,
0: encouraged. you can say right. encourage. I like it. Yeah, Um Yeah, I I just think, like, also, goaltending. Like, Anderson has not played great this year at all and hasn't played great in the playoffs in past years. So why do we expect Anderson to play good in this round? Because like, sure. it is a
1: different environment. That's That's the only thing I'm holding as a positive influence. The fact that we don't have to play Boston in the first round and we actually get a fucking warm-up into the NHL playoffs, playing Columbus – with a fully healthy roster, fully rested. This is the best possible situation that the Leafs could possibly go into in the last, like, five years of them actually playing in the fucking playoffs. So I think they have a real shot. I don't think that they, they may not have a shot to go deep, but I think they definitely get past the play in run which yeah, I know is an I'd, ideal I'd, for the following selection. But
2: I'd be somewhat in that ballpark, too. Like, I, I could see them beating the Jackets, but I also don't think they're going to go very far without – like, just the way they play isn't really –
0: yeah, yeah, and no, you never – you no do no know way, how that yeah. round rod top four is going to shake up. All right, let's put okay. in our final selection. So, games and team, who do you think? I'm going to say Leafs and five.
1: I'm saying Leafs and four.
0: I'm oh. saying Jackets and five. I'm sorry, guys, but I just think that they're going to pull – that extra game. I
1: very much see that happening as well. Yeah, I could still see that happening. I just don't want it to happen. Yeah.
0: Like, just to quickly further my point a little bit, because I know a bunch of people are thinking I'm crazy right now. Like, sure, your forward core isn't amazing like a bunch of other people, but you still have Cam Atkinson, Oliver Bjorkstrand, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, Nick Foligno, Liam is probably going to make the team, who's a really good player. No, you know, Boone Jenner, like... They like sure they're not the least where they have like Gustav Nyquist, like I'm sure they're not the least where they have like the best forward core in the league, but I mean they don't need that. They have a great defensive core. Also forgot to mention David Savard and Ryan Murray as a great second pair. you yep. For the for defense. So yeah, that's just going off of that, that's why I'm picking the blue jackets.
2: All right. Yeah, I can see the Leafs and then, blowing that pretty easily. I don't think they're gonna blow it until like second or third round. But I, I, I just
0: I see it going two weeks. Either the Leafs sweep the Jackets or the Jackets win five.
2: Yeah, be funny to yeah, have another going... Tampa situation where the Leafs just go up huge in the first period of the first game and then just get fucked the rest of the series.
0: All right, now going over to the West, and I think. There's gonna be a lot more uh,
1: discrepancy, diversity
0: on yeah discrepancy over in the West. I think where I want to start off with is. All-Canadian matchup, the only all-Canadian matchup so far in the playoffs in this play-in round, which is Calgary versus Winnipeg. I think this is going to be the most interesting and most fun to watch out of all of the series. What are your guys' thoughts on the series? Um, I mean,
1: going to be honest, going into the, the Western Conference seating, I think this one interests me the most, strictly because I think this, out of any matchup in, on the Western side, it has to be the most even. I mean, just top to bottom, I mean, they are two pretty deep teams, and... I don't want. They don't share similar styles, but I think going up against each other, it'll make it a very, very contentious series. But I, uh, I don't know. I think Winnipeg. Winnipeg just has a lot of size on Calgary. and I feel like that could wear them down. I think that's my only concern for Calgary going forward.
2: Yeah, I feel like they're built pretty similarly. Like you got similar players in uh, Giordano and. I guess Morrissey's not really that similar, but those they match up all right. Uh, Goudreau and Kyle Connor match up. Uh, Monahan and Shifley. Well, Shifley's way better than Monahan, but you get my drift. Like, it's going to be a pretty even series, I think.
0: I think the one place where a team pulls ahead is Calgary with their defense. I mean, even despite losing Travis Hamonic, like. Yeah, that decor is still pretty deep with Noah Hannafin, uh Giordano, like you mentioned. Other than uh,
2: Morrissey and – who's the guy they got for Truba? Oh, Neil Pionk. I don't think Winnipeg really has a lot of uh, depth on D. So.
0: Didn't, didn't they also pick up Dylan DeMello?
2: I think so, yeah. I'm trying to
0: remember. He's, he's decent.
2: Yeah, he's all right. I,
0: I feel like – I feel like goaltending's where where um, – the Jets really pull away, because if Buck can continue to play the way he did in the regular season, the Jets are going to win the series. Yeah. It's just yeah. that simple. Because I think he got robbed of a heart domination, because he, without him, they wouldn't be in this conversation. They'd be, like, in the bottom of the NHL. Yeah. They can't fucking.
2: Well, they still have a pretty dominant, like, there's not a lot of teams that have as many good forwards as Winnipeg does.
1: I was going to say, Winnipeg is a really deep roster. Wheeler, Line A,
2: Connor, Shifley. Uh, Wheeler, yeah. Wheeler's fast as hell. What else they got?
0: Kyle Connor's on that team, isn't he?
2: Yeah, I said, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. I just think, yeah, I like I agree with you. They're both really good. Uh, it's going to be a really good matchup. I think they're both kind of built similar. You know, Calgary obviously – Maybe has a better defensive core, yeah. Than them, but then also, when you look at their goaltending, it's a little bit more suspect. You know, you, who, you got uh, Riddich and uh, Talbot. I don't even know who they're gonna start. I think I'm guessing Riddich.
2: I've always kind of for been a the first game. I think he's pretty underrated as far as a lot of goalies go, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't say he's on the same level as Hellebuck.
0: So. No. So when that, in saying that, since we've gone over every aspect and all the players in each team, who do you see winning this uh, series, guys?
2: Uh, I'm gonna say Flames in five,
1: I think.
0: Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Winnipeg
1: in five. I uh, I don't really know which way the series is gonna go, but I have a sneaky suspicion that Winnipeg's got a shot of pulling it out. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my gut, I'm gonna go Winnipeg in five. All
0: okay. right. I will preface this pick by saying I think if. Calgary does make it through. I think they have a better chance of going deeper in the playoffs, but I think that Winnipeg's going to pull it out just on the pure strength of Hellebuck. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just going to be – just because Calgary, you know, they had a kind of so-so year, and then Winnipeg having this great goaltending and then obviously the ability to score a lot of goals, it's just a recipe for disaster for me for Calgary. Um, oh, yeah. For Calgary. All right, so moving on from Calgary, Winnipeg, we're gonna go to the other uh, big cavern between uh, two teams, which is the fourth seed and, or sorry, the fifth seed and the the Oilers and the 12th seed in the Chicago Blackhawks. I think we can all just quickly say that we think that Edmonton's gonna win this series without a doubt. Pray for Corey
2: Crawford if he plays. If not, pray for whoever's the Chicago Blackhawks goalie.
0: They, they don't have anyone great on D right now. Who's, like, uh, the,
1: who's the emergency goalie <laughs> that they brought in, I think, like oh, a Scott year and a half ago? No, was it Scott Foster? Yeah. yeah. You get Scott, Scott Foster out there. Yeah. Scott Foster will steal a few games.
0: Like, okay, but, like, besides the bring Cat and um, the guy that got nominated for the Calder, I'm blanking his name right now. Kubelik. Kubelik. And, yeah. like, okay, and then you have Kane, because I'm not going to put Taves as an offensive weapon, because he's not anymore. Taves um, is still a Swiss Army NIPI Yeah, okay,
2: Taves is still definitely going to make an impact.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he'll make an impact. Still I, just see, too. I, just, I just don't think against Edmonton it'll do much, but they're still prevalent players nonetheless. Yeah. The I only see. thing
2: I would say is that the Oilers also don't really have a D-core, so. Yeah, that's true. Like They still I, have
1: to...
2: can't sleep on Patrick Kane in the playoffs no. especially. but. Mm-hmm.
0: I think, I, I disagree. I think Edmonton has a pretty decent decor, you know. They have Ethan Bears emerged as a really good player, you know. Clef Bomb Nurse. Like, sure, it's not the best decor in the league, but I think it's been a pretty good one this year. And then they, well, they did add green, but green opted out. Yeah. I don't know, I just think. I don't know, I think a lot of know. the
2: defensemen on the Oilers are pretty decent offensive defensemen, but. Those are the guys that get their ankles broken when Kane wants to go score a clutch goal. So That's uh, true. I'm not sure, to be honest.
0: That's fair. Like, I
2: solid, so is Larson. Russell, I'm convinced, just tries to – like, he has an insane amount of blocked shots, but he also gets scored on a fair amount, which is just strange to me, but –
1: he takes what I've watched from him is he takes very weird, like hitting angles. Like, right. he almost takes himself out of the play when he tries to make a hit. Yeah. I think
2: they're solid. I, There's just not really anything significant coming out of that decor, I think, for the most part. Yeah. Sure.
0: yeah, but I think besides Keith, when you look at Chicago's decor, like, they're thinking about bringing. Seabrook back into the fold, and I don't think Seabrook's an NHL defenseman anymore. He's out, so, is
2: he? He said he was uh, opting out to go get ready for next season.
0: Oh, okay, then never mind, but uh, the same, but like, same thing, right? Like, I don't know. I also think, yeah, yeah it's kind of like, it's kind of like the same as like Montreal. It's like, I guess you're banking on Corey Crawford being insane, and then two guys scoring a lot of goals.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, because... I mean you have two of the top five scores in the league at mcdavid and and dry and then you also have a Af- who i'm really excited to see play with mcdavid yeah I thought mm-hmm. were, and intro. so yeah i'm going i'm going uh i'm i'm going Oilers in three all right
2: i'll say Oilers in four.
0: I was also gonna
1: say Oilers, Oilers and four because I feel like the Blackhawks will win again. Whether or not it's at home, well, home with air quotes because home really doesn't mean shit. Yeah. But like, I think I think the Blackhawks will pull one.
0: But did, wait, did you guys hear that? Like, for example, uh, for the home games, you know how did you see the thing where they have like the screens up? Yeah, the fan around the arena no,
2: Yeah, what
0: they're gonna what they're gonna do is like for home games they're gonna make certain things pop up on the, on the screen boards that make it, like, the home arena. So, for example, Columbus, they're going to have, like, a digital cannon shoot-off every time they score for their home games. That's God,
2: cool. I hate that cannon. <laughs>
0: God, I hate it. <laughs> After the All-Star game a couple of years ago, everyone hated the cannon. i
2: that cannon at whoever's idea it was to come up with a cannon and then just let it I, rip. See how I it- mean, they
0: are the... The Blue Jackets, though, yeah. so I mean, it makes sense to have a cannon. Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice if they just shot it off after it's they. Have the a yeah, the giant
2: thunderclap too, but they're just not douchebags about it. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> alrighty, so a unanimous vote for the Edmonton Oilers to win. Moving on to the final two um, series, and. Uh, Vancouver and and the Minnesota, sorry. And what do you guys think about that one?
2: Uh, I think the Minnesota Wild are the most mediocre team in the history of mediocre teams. Just every year they either sneak into the playoffs and lose in the first round, or just miss it. Like they're not not going anywhere really. They just stay the same every year. So I'm definitely going with the Canucks on this one because. I mean, they had a breakout year. They actually have a lot of star power and young talent. And, I mean, I just – I'm never going to put my faith in the Minnesota Wild.
0: I think, like, they're, they're saving grace for the longest time with saying, you know, Dubik's really good. Dubnik could save them. Like, Dubnik could win them a series. But Dubik was garbage this year. Yeah. So – like, I don't think you're really resting your morals on Dubnik winning them the series. So, yeah. yeah, I don't see – I there, there's no way I see them winning the series. Like, sure, they have a good decor, like Spurgeon and Dumba and Rene, all those guys. Shooter. Yeah. They have a good decor, but, like, who, who scores goals? Like, yeah. that's my only thing. So yeah, I think we can like, and then also like the, the Vancouver Canucks with Markstrom, so it's it's pretty easy to see the Canucks winning the series. Yeah, too.
2: they also got Hughes, Stetcher, Edler, which is pretty solid top three. Uh, yeah,
0: Besser, they have a pretty sick offense. Pedersen,
2: Besser, Pedersen, Horvat,
0: Foley. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, so I I think we can. Maker picks now. I think I'm going to go. I think it's going to be Vancouver in four.
2: Yeah, I'd agree with that.
0: I also
1: third that.
2: Oh,
0: so that was, uh,
2: JT Miller and Tyler Toffoli they added too. So. Oh, yeah. front there.
1: Hey, don't forget, Tyler Toffoli a few years ago was a playoff beast.
0: Yeah. And then the final round, which I'm going to quickly do. Quick plug on you. Uh, Sam's currently writing an article about this series, so if you want some more in depth knowledge of this round, you can go check out the article on the website when that comes out. I right. actually we're go out today. Today,
2: so remind me to send that to you.
0: Perfect. So it'll probably be coming out today since this is going to come out on Monday and we're recording this on Sunday. But, anyways, so the. Uh, the Nashville Predators versus the uh, Arizona Coyotes. Just some quick thoughts, guys.
2: Uh, I think if Nashville could play up to their potential, then Arizona just doesn't stand a chance. But Nashville also hasn't been playing up to their potential all season, so it's hard to expect them to do it now mm-hmm. in the first round of the playoffs. Like, on paper, Nashville is just an absolute wagon. But then you have, like almost none of their big time forwards produced at the level they were supposed to. Yeah. like Forsberg didn't have a great season. Duchesne didn't have a great season. Kyle Turris took a down or took a step backwards when he came to the Predators. Michael Granlund, I actually thought was a pretty good two-way center in Minnesota before he came to the Predators. Like they have yeah, five seven in their top six. So, uh, I still think Nashville has the edge if they play up to even just a fraction of their potential. But uh,
0: See, I think that Arizona is one of the more underrated teams going into this. Like, when you look at their d corps, pretty good, you know, you got uh, Golgoski you got... Uh, all um, of Rekman Lars are not. I will Larson, say
2: I've been watching a lot of Coyotes games for this little side project I'm doing, and Oliver ekman Larson is in a complete defensive liability. Like sometimes he does not know what he's doing out there on the defensive side of the puck. He's a good power play quarterback, but like compared to Roman Yosi on the other side, Roman Yosi had more points than any other player in this series, and he's a defenseman. That's but, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: They, have, they have like uh, Jalmerson, Gogowski, Larson, DeMers. Yeah, Jalmerson solid. So is Chickren.
2: I'd say OEL. Darcy. Liability. Darcy Kemper. They're goaltending. They definitely have the advantage in goaltending. And often. we yeah, just. Both sets, like the forwards for both teams, did not have good seasons. So. It's almost like completely up in the air what's going to happen in the playoffs now, because none of the stars for either team really had a good year for their standards. So, it'd be exciting to see what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. especially with uh, Taylor Hall and Phil Kessel yeah. getting more games together, it'd be interesting.
2: Yeah, I honestly I think forgot. Coyotes got a little uh, weaker as a team when they brought those guys in, just because they had a system that they all bought into and they played. Pretty well because it worked more or less. But then Taylor Hall and Phil Kessel came in, and maybe it's just because they haven't had a full time or had a lot of time to adjust, but they freewheel a lot and they kind of throw a cog in the system sometimes. But
0: I also think Derek Stefan is kind of like falling off of Cliff as a a player. For sure. I I think think he's like a bottom six forward now. Yeah.
2: Leighton Keller is pretty gross, though. So I wouldn't be surprised if he went off. Because he's one of the most talented players I've ever watched.
0: Yeah, this team's really young. They have, like, Baron Hayden, Kristen Fisher, Kristen Dvorak. Yeah. Lawson Kraus.
2: Lawson Kraus is pretty sick, too. But, yeah, I'd go Nashville in... Say so five, would
0: be my pick. Nashville and five. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel like, it, I mean, obviously it depends if Phil Kessel and Taylor Hall can figure their shit out. Yeah. But yeah. I think if they figure their shit out, I think they're the better team. I mean, I would, I wouldn't disagree with you that you probably your point you're gonna bring up is that Nashville is by far a better defensive team than Arizona, and I mean. Can't argue with that because Yossi, Alice. Well, uh, on paper, had, they're
2: better in every category except probably goaltending. They're just like, they, uh, they've they underperformed for like the last two years.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think goaltending is what, and like scoring is what's affected them the last two years. Like, they, yeah. ha- they haven't yeah. been able to score. Um, but they uh,
2: should be able to score. I mean, Arvidsson. Forsberg, Johansson, Duchesne. Duchesne, and then Yossi's just an all-around weapon. But
0: yeah, it's just. Do you do you think UC Sorrow can be a good starting NHL goalie?
2: Yeah, I don't really think he'll be anything more than just like a decent starter, but.
0: Because remember when everyone's like, "Oh, UC yeah, Saro is mean, going to be the I mean, next like he's going to be amazing."
2: Pekarina had a pretty bad season too, so it'll be interesting to see who they go with. Probably Paca, I, but
0: Yeah, I feel like he's kind of their guy. Yeah. They kind of have to go with him. I, I think it's more interesting to, to see what they. Because like, if Darcy Kemper has a bad game, then I'm guessing they're going to put in Anti Ranta next game. Like, say game one, Kemper lays an egg, then. Grant is right in there. Yeah, and then you, I could see either goalie playing the first game, but
2: yeah, I can see. Yeah, I like they are both pretty solid goalies, so it really comes down to like if Nashville, Nashville figures it out, they're going to win absolutely. But if they can't get it together, then yeah, I'd say the Coyotes are going to have a pretty easy time, but. The other thing is, like, Nashville's special teams are just not good. Again, even though they have a good roster, they're just in special teams categories. They're all consistently, like, mid to low, and it's just inexplicable. But like, it has to be bad coaching or not meshing. I don't know what it is, but they just have never lived up to their potential.
0: So. What do you guys picks for this final series, then?
2: Uh, I got Nashville in five.
1: I mean, yeah, I was going to say, betting against Nashville, especially in the series, I don't think is kind of the more probable outcome. But, I mean, the only way I, Arizona really comes out is if they play up to their full potential, which I don't know will happen in this series. And I I just think Nashville's too deep. So I'm going to go Nashville in four.
0: I'm going Arizona in five just because I think that, you know, this is the first time in a while Taylor, Taylor Hall has played in a – a playoff series that I could actually see his team winning. <laughs> like, And I feel like he wants to win in the playoffs. Like he, His whole career, he, he's played, what, like two? Well, including this, is going to be a yeah, second playoff series. He's won more draft series.
2: lotteries than he has playoff series.
0: So I feel like wow. he's going to have motivation to play. And then obviously, Phil has always been a playoff performer. And, you know, Darcy Kemper is really good in that. And anti-Ranta, like me and Sam were talking about earlier. Really good goalie tandem, so yeah, I just think that uh, Arizona is going to pull it out just narrowly in five games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So those are our picks for the uh, NHL play-ins. Um, over the next couple of days, we're going to have multiple series with more in-depth analysis. We already have uh, Columbus and Toronto one that just came out a couple of days ago, so make sure you go check that out. But now we're going to get into talking about Seattle. And the Seattle Kraken, and I just want your guys' opinions and thoughts. I know that me and Nate talked about it a little bit before uh, we started recording, but I just want your guys' general thoughts on the name, team, and logo, and I guess Jersey. As all soon right. as
2: they released the shortlist for uh, team names, I knew I was going to be disappointed if it wasn't the Kraken, because that's been mm-hmm. my pick for day one.
0: See, I like the soft guys because I like the the color scheme that a lot of people were putting with it. like Kind of like the r- pinky red with like the sand color. I thought that would have been really cool to see on jerseys.
2: Yeah. I... Um,
0: and I...
1: Okay, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I, the only thing I was going to say was I just love the marketability of the name. I mean, yeah. imagine you go into a team's home rink and it screams release the Kraken. And oh, yeah. They got to get that going, going
2: for the, the uh, power play. Just oh, yeah. Liam Neeson in Clash of the Titans going, mm-hmm. release the Kraken. Yep. That'll get the juices flowing.
1: Oh, and just yeah.
2: right before the players hit the ice, they will say release the Kraken, and then uh, some heavy metal starts playing. Lights go down. Reno's rocking.
0: Honestly, I'm just happy that they didn't put, like, a big – like squid on the oh, front of the game. I kinda, green.
2: like. I was kind of disappointed that there's no actual Kraken imagery really on the logo. Like I wanted at least a secondary logo that had like a real
0: Kraken on it. But whatever. I just think. I just think that would have been too cheesy to have like the Kraken on, especially as like your primary logo.
2: I think they could like. I had in mind like a, uh, you know how the shark and the San Jose shark is biting like a hockey stick in half.
0: Yeah, you, you like could
2: have, like, in. like, a hockey stick that it's broken in half or something.
1: Those would be, like, the secondary
0: logo, so, like, shoulder patches. I honestly think that that they're going to change their primary logo a couple years after they get into the league. Yeah. I just have that feeling.
2: Like, that, I think, is more of a second logo to me. That's what that looks like. But it's yeah. still pretty yeah. catchy, so.
0: Because um, I also feel like, like, their whole thing where like, when they're saying, I don't know if you guys watched the announcement, but, like, I was watching it, and they said, and they are saying, like, this is only the beginning of us releasing the Kraken, so that makes me think, like, oh, yeah. because, like, you know, like, they have, like, the tentacle as as part of the S yeah. in the center, but, like, that makes me think, like, oh, down the line we're gonna release another logo with more of, like, yeah. of Kraken in it, and then yeah, I, but I love the, uh, the needle as part of the uh, hook or anchor, whatever it is. Yeah. That looks really cool. As the secondary logo on the shoulder, I love that logo. Yeah. It looks so nice. I'm also really fucking with the colors. Like, sure, I like, you and me were talking about this, Sam. I would have liked the neon green to be somewhere. Yeah. I like but the I think it's really...
2: Okay, sorry, you go. I interrupted you.
1: No, 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 go ahead.
2: Uh, I like the colors. Like, I have no problem with it. I did definitely want them to go with, like, Seattle Seahawks colors, though. Right
1: yeah, if they if they ended up rocking with those, like, lime green color rush jerseys that the Seahawks have, I think that would have been unreal. To me,
2: there's, like, something about cities where all their teams have the same uh, colors that just look so clean to me. Like, oh, Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers, Pirates, and Penguins all having the same color scheme is pretty good to me. I can't think I of any other cities that do though.
0: I mean, Toronto has uh, because we don't have an NFL team, but we Blue Jays and Leafs are very similar. Like the yeah. Blue and um, I mean, Milwaukee
1: now shares the like kind of cream color between the Bucks and the uh, and the secondary color of the uh, Brewers. Yeah. A little yeah. bit, not 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 noticeable enough to say it does. But yeah, I don't you think know. there's anybody on the
2: same level as Pittsburgh. We need a couple. Uh...
1: I don't know, I think, um, what, Boston for the most part, too, no? Actually, well, no, like, never mind. No, it couldn't be less. actually. Yeah,
2: yeah. Boston's all over the place,
1: kind of. No, I was going to say, cold tape. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cold tape. But, like, I uh, maybe I'm on a minority on this. I just kind of thought that the jerseys were pretty, like, plain. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, think, I, like, I think they the were just pattern, playing it
0: safe. I just don't think they wanted to do,
1: like, go wrong.
2: Yeah, like, I think that because they have a little bit, like, newer colors that are kind of risky, that basic, pretty basic patterns on their jersey, jersey is alright, because mm-hmm. they look pretty fresh, in
0: my opinion. Oh, like, I'm going to buy one. Yeah. I I, I think I like a, a lot of the, uh, the concept ones better, but, like, again, then again, like, you can only do, like, so much for a jersey. Yeah. I don't... I think I like the home one. I don't like the white. They look exactly. The, white like the Vegas
2: night or Vegas jerseys, just in Seattle colors to me.
0: Like, yeah, actually, right that's that's a pretty fair point. Yeah, I see. I don't. Yeah, I don't like the white. That's what I don't like. The white, the white and blue is kind of, like, kind of meh for me, but having that really dark blue and then, like, it kind of, like, the shades of blue is really nice on the home jersey. Yeah. And, like, the S, the S just looks clean as fuck, like. Yeah. It's just, Mm -hmm. like, and, like, I, it was kind of cool when, like, you saw in the presentation, like. The tentacle kind of climb up the S to make yeah. like the full logo. Yeah. Oh and I was like, okay, yeah, this is pretty dope.
2: Definitely had way too high expectations for you know how they said they were gonna announce it by uh releasing that video of like the fisherman going out on the boat and pulling a goal light out of the water. Yeah. yeah.
1: I saw correct.
2: that and I was like, does that mean like I wanted the next day for them to start with that same video, except a giant Kraken comes out of the water and starts attacking them. Like I definitely had way too high expectations for that announcement. Hmm. Expecting the same I, guy Kraken.
0: I um, just, I also heard because uh, I was listening to the 31 Thoughts podcast the other day and they are talking about how, um, I forget the owner's name, but the owner was on the podcast and he was talking about how he, they're looking to honor the, uh, Seattle Metropolitans. Yeah. Another jersey. Yes, I
1: think.
0: So, have because I also heard rumors that they, they asked the NHL if they could use the word Metropolitan, but they said no because they have a, a, a division called the Metropolitans, which I also think is really stupid. Yeah. that uh, You should just change the name of the division if a team is paying, what are they paying, like $650 million? Oh, yeah. Big, to be in your league,
2: they're gonna have a pretty sick roster too because the cap's not going up, so a bunch of teams are gonna get screwed by that.
0: I can't wait to see Giordano in a Seattle Kraken jersey.
2: Yeah, I think but either have... Murray is gonna end up in a Kraken jersey too. So.
0: Yeah, they 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 got a really good team. Yeah, oh, yeah the way that the expansion draft runs. But, yeah, do you guys have any other thoughts? Like, is there – I think this is what I want to know. Is there any other names where you're like, yes, I really wanted this name? No, like I was tracking. tracking all the way. What about you, Nate? Did you hear any other names for this team that where you're like, ooh, I fuck with that? Um –
1: I don't know. I think besides, like, I was kind of set it like, like Sam said, I was kind of set on the Kraken from the beginning. Like once they provided the options, I mean, I think because more so, like I was thinking from the perspective of like ownership more so than like an actual team rep. So like it's a very marketable idea to have such a catchy and like kind of well-known name. And I feel like Kraken is just something that you I can kind of easily market
2: is the, yeah, the coolest like brain you can have out of all the auctions
1: hmm
0: I think Sasquatch could have been cool too. I heard that one front out there, yeah, because it's it's kind of along the same lines like it's a mythical creature like you know you could be mysterious with it like the logo for so the same...
2: Sasquatch should have been uh, the Starbucks logo with a Sasquatch in the middle instead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would have been super funny.
1: That
0: would have been hilarious. I think, yeah, I think, like, overall, they did a really good job. You know, it wasn't too corny. The video they show was pretty good. Now it's just up to seeing how good the team is. I'm Honestly, actually glad
2: they didn't go with uh, the Krakens, either. Like, I like that it's singular.
0: Yeah, how, there's not many... I don't know. There's not many teams that uh, have, like, singular. I think no. besides the Miami Miami Heat, like, there's yeah, not like, a lot of teams. Oh, the Wild.
2: Uh, there's a couple. But, yeah, there's not a lot. Utah Jazz.
0: So, yeah, I'm really excited for this. Yeah. But I think that's good. This week's episode of the Overline Sports Podcast. Yeah, I, mean... I wanted – I always end this off by allowing people to uh, get out their promos, shout out stuff that they're working on. So, Sam, do you have anything that you want to plug right now? Uh,
2: not much. Just my article that will most likely be on OTL very shortly. Nashville versus Arizona. Right. play in
0: preview. Alrighty. So, uh, Nate, do you have anything you want to plug right
1: now? Uh, I mean, you and I have our uh, NBA – NBA early prediction articles, uh, or sorry, our article dropping what, tomorrow?
0: Yeah, probably tomorrow.
1: (laughs) Probably tomorrow. And then uh, uh, are we doing another pod tomorrow, or are we just taking the day off tomorrow?
0: I think we're taking the day off tomorrow because I'm just really tired, not going to lie.
1: Hey, fair enough. Yeah,
0: but uh, podcast next week,
1: uh, we have the NBA article dropping uh, tomorrow, hopefully, given everything goes well. And then, uh, yeah, other than that, pretty much just keep keep on the uh, OTL Instagram, keep out for our
0: new podcast episodes. That's pretty much it. Um, wait, I have one question before I do the sign off. So, last week, Sam, I, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but I told everyone to go follow uh, Nate's Instagram, and I also put it in the uh, bio of the podcast. So, did you get oh, any yeah. more followers?
1: Did, did not do shit.
2: Uh, I'm all right. It's so okay. Cool. It's all good. On social media. So.
0: I'm very disappointed in everyone. You should, again, I'm going to make this shout out again. Go follow Nate's Instagram. It's <laughs> at Nate underscore yeah. Kennedy with a three in it. Like, we got to get him to start posting stuff on his Instagram again because he's been, like, promoting it man. for, like... like hey, okay. I'm
1: trying my best here. I'm, I'm working full-time. We're, we're filming podcasts.
0: and doing a lot. Already, so... But I think that's going to do it for us this week, guys. I'm, I just wanted to say again, thank you for listening. Um, make sure to rate this podcast on apple podcast so we can get out there you know give us the five stars we really appreciate it um other than that you know follow us on social media at otl sports ca on instagram and twitter make sure to go to the site at over a lot of articles have come out like i said already uh we're gonna have a lot of uh playoff reviews sans uh arizona and national ones coming out we already have the least columbus one written by uh Jasmine that came out, our new writer on the staff. And uh, the NBA previews for that mean they have been writing over the last couple of weeks is going to be coming out very soon as well. So make sure you check out the site. That's www.overlinesports.ca. And I think that's going to do it for us this week. So make sure you just check out all of our socials, listen to the podcast, recommend the podcast to other people, and uh, have a great day, guys. All right. See ya. Thank you.